these are the Stanley Cup champions cheering for us. Obi could beat the fuck out of Wayne Gretzky. Could you break Wayne Gretzky's leg? Because he's 24. The smoke blinds from straight 40s before I go out for warmies. We got like half dressed and then last four, and we we're just going nuts. We're in the locker room by then. We we're just going absolutely bananas. What a do, DMV. This is episode 77 of Chirpin' DMV. The Stanley Cup has been awarded, so it's the last episode talking hockey for as long as we don't know when because when there's not a set date on when the league's going to restart next year. Uh, so before we get to the Cup and the Tampa Bay Lightning winning it, let's say what's up to just A.B. again. A.B., what's happening? Uh, last weekend, I mean, I mean, it's kind of every Florida weekend now is just turning into the same thing where it's just – I mean, not like it changed from Maryland, though, but just Friday, booze fest, yep. Saturday, booze fest. Yep. But the only thing that has changed is pretty much every single Saturday, we go out on the boat now, on our buddy's boat, uh-huh. just, you know, mad tight. And then it just turns into drinking at from 11 a.m. till 1 a.m. Yeah. Is- I mean, for my health. Yeah, that's true. It'll get to you. But I mean, speaking of boats, so you're in Tampa, and it looks like the Tampa Bay Lightning did a boat parade today to celebrate the Stanley Cup. Today being Wednesday, September 30th. I don't know if you caught any of that or we were talking about any of it. We were were talking about going for a bit, and we were like, dude, let's just fucking do it. Wear a cap cap jerseys, (laughs) right? I mean, they just kind of all looked like it looked really fucking awesome, though. So it looks like they all just got on boats and just were boozing and just cruising around the harbor there or the bay whatever you want to call it yeah i mean it looked pretty sweet i mean they're obviously just i mean it's a it's a fucking stanley cup parade so it's obviously going to be fucking awesome yeah and uh, it's in florida where nobody cares about coronavirus or anything yeah, they're like yeah, yeah why not exactly and i mean the fact that they're just going out on boats doing that shit i mean that that sounds awesome yeah for sure so let's get into the stanley cup itself tampa bay wins it they beat dallas i think we all said that Tampa was probably our favorites, but we also thought Dallas could push it and make it seven. And then Tampa just they they get it done. Uh, they they finally get a cup. Sam Coast plays for one game, <laughs> scores a goal. Uh, but yeah, they get it done in six. And we I got a Bucci overtime challenge right, but I didn't get called. What was it? Game five, where Corey Perry won it in double overtime, and he had he could have had five goals that game. So anybody that didn't pick Corey Perry, I kind of thought was a fucking idiot. Son of a bitch. That Bucci Gross, man. I thought we were boys. I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought we were. I thought we were tight, Bucci. If you're listening, come on. But, um, but yeah, so I, what are your thoughts on the series, man? It was a good. I thought it was a good Cup final. It is what it is. We'll take it. Yeah, six games, not bad at all. I mean, it's each. It was kind of back and forth. I mean, the stars, stars come out hot. I mean, they they come out in that first game, and it's like, holy fuck, what's gonna happen here? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I thought needed to happen in order to make it a series. I was like, if the way Tampa was playing, like if Tampa went up one nothing in the series, it's probably going five. So yeah, the stars, stars get that first win under their belt, and it's like holy shit! I, I immediately was like, yeah, this is going the distance. This is gonna go seven. No, like, like the stars are for, fucking for real. Um, game two, Tampa Bay kind of gets it back. They go up three nothing. I mean, Dallas does force it to overtime. On a great on a great comeback, I think, or no, 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 they made it three to two. They didn't force an OT, but they made it. They made it a game in that third period. Made it three to two. Uh, third third game, Tampa kind of runs away with it. 
Uh, I think it's a four-one-five-two win or something like that. Uh huh. Um, and then did it go three to one? Did Tampa make it three? Tampa goes up three-one. Dallas wins in double OT on that Perry goal to force Game Six and force Game Six. Yeah. So you you kind of think when they get some momentum to on on a double OT winner, and you're like, shit. I mean, we'll see how Tampa reacts, but I mean. You saw the stats. Tampa was 6-0 after a loss. It was like they just weren't going to – that team is way too fucking good. You weren't coming back from 3-1 to Tampa. To lose – yeah, to lose yeah. two games in a row, let alone three games in a row. Like, they're just way too fucking good on paper, and they finally put it all together. I mean, they've been like this forever, mm-hmm. obviously. They've been stacked on paper forever. And look who they go and pick up. Shat and Kirk for like a million dollars. I don't know how, how much, but like he got Cheap. bought out, right? But uh, like the, the thing with the Rangers didn't work well for him. Yeah. So he goes he goes to Tampa for cheap in the off season. Yeah. Yeah. So and then uh, during the during the regular season they get Zach Bogosian. Who remember I was all over him and I was like, dude, the Caps could pick up Zach Bogosian. He'd be probably a solid pickup for us. Uh-huh. Tampa goes and does it somehow. I don't know where they're getting this fucking cap space from. Uh, and then half the t- dude, this is how good their fucking team is. Bogosian was like a healthy scratch once or twice. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like, like uh-huh. what's happening? Like, their team is stacked. Yeah. They have this guy, fucking Cernak, who like, I think, I don't think he's that good, but they love him down there. And he I, he played pretty well. He's a shot blocking machine. Sergachev, McDonough. Uh, you, there's just so many fucking guys on that team that just, they, like, it, it's, it's unfair. It's unfair. It is unfair. And that's a team they were due. I mean, hopefully this keeps them from being fucking so good in the regular season from here on out, now that they finally got their cup. Um, but, yeah, they were due. And they did it all without Stamkos. They made it seem easy without Stamkos. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. They didn't well, – not one single series went seven games for them. Uh, two went five, two went six. So they, they finally figured out how to just stomp on your throats and kill you. You know what I mean? Like they, they finally found that killer instinct in them. Uh, which is kind of what the Caps did when they on their cup run. Um, that, well, in in some of the series, like against the at least against the Penguins, right? They they're up three two. They're like, let's not let this go to a game seven. We got to finish them now in Pittsburgh. They fucking do it. Uh, same thing against Columbus. I mean, and then and same thing against Vegas. The only one that went seven with them was against Tampa. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tampa, and again, like I just said. Tampa was actually up three two in the series. They didn't. Know, they didn't have the killer instinct. They didn't know how to finish the series. Off. Finish it, yeah. After beating us in three straight games. Yep. So, so. they finally found it. John, I'm, I'm hyped for John Cooper. Cooper, uh, yeah. Kucherov, yeah. Headman, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm Fred points. It's a dog. All right. So let's let's let me ask you this. Did you agree with the Conn Smythe going to Headman over Braden Point? Uh, because I did not. Granted, he had like the second most goals by defenseman in NHL playoff history, but I was I, I was gonna say Braden Point was so good. I I didn't see a problem with it. Uh, I didn't see a problem with it. No, but I thought I, I think he beat him by one first place vote too. I'll say it's a it's a biased opinion because for both of us, I think because we lo- we just love the way Braden Point plays. He's just so fucking awesome. Like Braden Point became my favorite player in this in this playoffs. He's so fucking good. Yeah. And uh, he was arguably the best. He was the best player on that team. Yes, and and, and Victor Heaven, I, I think that they gave it to Victor Heaven because he had like two or three overtime game winners. 
So I think that's yeah he I, did. And like like I said, he was like the he's like the second highest scoring defenseman in a playoff history. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Victor Hedman was very like very well deserved that. Brain Point did too. Um. I mean, Braden Point was hurt a couple games, and he still was only one point short of Kucherov. Kucherov, I mean, you could have even given it to Kucherov and Vasilevsky. I mean, and yeah. the, whole, the whole team performed. They did. They, they All their big guys showed out. I think yeah. Kucherov got third, and then uh, Vasilevsky got the fucking fourth place. Yeah, which is nuts. Voting. Did you see his stats after a loss? He was like 6-0 and with like less than a one-goal ERA. It was stupid good. He was stupid yeah. good. But I, what did we say the most important piece of that? Uh, Stanley Cup winning Tampa Bay Lightning team was Capital Legend Jeff Alpern. Yeah, for I sure. mean, shout out to Jeff Alpern, man, getting a cup. I mean, I don't know what he's the assistant coach there for. I would assume the offense or the power play or something. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know he's a coach, but he's definitely probably the best looking one on the bench. Yeah. Oh, he oversees the forwards. Uh, it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Makes so, sense. But yeah, fuck it, right? Let's go, Halpern. Yeah, maybe he'll bring it. Brad. He'll he'll probably bring a cup back to uh to Maryland. Good old Potomac, Maryland. That'd be awesome if he. Dude, he'll probably go. He'll probably go to like first line training center. And that's where we're gonna meet him with Sandy and get an interview with him. Exactly, dude. That's so gonna be awesome. We're gonna go snag an interview. It's gonna be me, Halpern, whoever else, and then the cup just sitting yeah. there. It's gonna be so, so tight. Put it right on right. fucking YouTube. It's a good idea. But yeah, I mean, it, I'm. This was one of the more, more likable teams in the NHL. It was like one of the more likable Stanley Cup finals in the past decade, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I liked that Dallas Stars team a lot, the way they played, because we didn't have to play them. I guarantee you if we had to play them, we would have been like, fuck this team. These yeah. guys are a bunch of fucking assholes. All they do is hit you and slash you and make you take penalties and shit. That's all they do. And they yeah. they, they play a bully's type of – like, they, they just bully you. And but, Tampa but I like guys like Sagan. I like Corey Perry just being a fucking asshole out there. I love Joe Pafelski, obviously. Q Dobin, yeah. I mean, he showed out, which kind of sucks maybe because we would have to pay him more to come here. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and, it is what it is. There, yeah. I don't know if it's different though. If I liked it better as you know, two teams that you, you we both like and everybody likes. I wouldn't say everybody because obviously people probably hated one of the two teams. Or if there's like it's like if the Pens are playing in the Cup and I so fucking desperately despise them that I just root so hard for the other team. Yeah, I mean that's probably what that's I would lean more that way because I just hate them so much. But yeah, I mean I'll I'll say this about Dallas. We haven't talked about Dallas much. Tyler Sagan, I do like Tyler Sagan. He's the coolest motherfucker on earth. But man, I mean. He just does not show up in playoffs ever, it doesn't seem like. If you look at the stat sheet, yeah, but if you actually watch the games, I thought he played extremely well in that yeah, final. He, he played, he he played, played very well. well, and he just could not find the net. I mean, fuck, the, what was it, game five? He had three assists? Yeah. He, stat sheet-wise, yeah, he didn't show up. But, like, actually watching the game and kind of breaking it down, I thought he played well. I kind of I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, he, he did play well off the puck. He played well with the fucking puck for all that. Like, he just couldn't find the back of the net. But, I mean, when it comes to the playoffs, that's kind of what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, if I mean, you're Tyler Sagan, you got to score goals. Yeah. You're, you're the best player on that team. Well, it's, I don't know about that anymore because Mira Heiskinen is just fucking uh-huh. nasty. Um, that, we'll talk about him, too. I mean, Heiskinen just kind of carried that team on his back for a little bit there. I mean, he probably had like 20 assists. The guy's mm-hmm. nasty. And um, their, their defense. Their defensive like core is so fucking good for a long time now. 
They got that Esselindell. Uh, he's solid. He's kind of an asshole, but he's solid. Uh, Klingberg, fucking sick. Mira Heiskinen, he's he's going to be very, very good for a very long time. Uh, I don't think Dallas is going anywhere. I don't think so either. They're a very good team. They have very yeah. good defense, very good goaltending once Bishop comes back. And, yeah, I like them. And they just had a bunch of guys who I never even heard of them before scoring clutch-ass goals. Um, I can't Why even... am I having a blank of the one fucking guy's name? But I kept saying it yeah, to it's myself. Yeah, like, it's like K. It's like Kurznov. Kivy Ronta? Yeah, K- yeah, that guy. Kivy Ronta. Yeah, there it is. He was sick. I liked him a lot. Yeah, he's good. I kept thinking it was, his name was Kivy Ronta, but his last name is just Kivy Ronta. Uh, I kept thinking it, it was like Kivy is his first name. And um, uh, Rupe Hintz. I mean, that kid's, yeah, he's good. That kid's sick. I mean, and then Jamie Benz, obviously. I love Jamie Ben. I was, I've always been a big fan of Jamie Ben. Tyler Sagan's sick. Alexander Radulov, fucking asshole, but he can score. Um, I mean, and then you, we already mentioned Corey Perry, Joe Pavelski. I mean, that team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what kind of contracts Pavelski and Perry are on. I don't know if they're a one year or more. Uh, I can see Pavelski more. probably being a two to three year guy, while Perry was. Mm, probably a um like a one-year guy we don't have a stats department on with us but that's what i would think it would be yeah so i mean i don't i think they're they'll be here again next year i think i mean like you said they they went to the conference finals last year and lost in game seven mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I all mean, right second round second round second round did they lose in the second round that was to st louis yeah because oh, then st louis went on to beat um who the fuck they beat in the conference finals last year Western Conference Finals. They beat Dallas in the second round, though. I remember that. Game seven. Oh, okay. OT. But, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they're here to stay. Dallas, they're a good team. Tampa, you got to think at some point they got to start losing some people because they got so many good fucking players and they're going to want money. But, yeah, but they're, but they're young. I mean, Braden Point and Kuchar are fucking studs. Uh, they're they're young. Blake Coleman's fucking good. Yeah, but uh, they find themselves in a Toronto situation where they're paying, like, Point, Kucherov, Stammer – maybe X and another well, player. And then they're at like Toronto where they're playing fucking Marner, Matthews and Tavares all over fucking 10 million. They have Braden point on a steel contract right now. It's a poster, not contract for like 6 million, which is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. I mean, here's another thing about Braden point. As much as we hate Sidney Crosby, he is, he's kind of what Sidney Crosby is. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. His, his, his type of game is what Sidney Crosby is. What people say about Sidney Crosby is that he is a third line grinder. He's he's a third line grinder with superstar skill and he's a first liner and he's he's one of the best of all time. Huh? That's what Sidney Crosby is. He's always in the corners winning 50-50 battles. He's making plays while getting hit. He's making plays through through full bond full on body checks. And if you're watching Braden Point's highlights this on in these playoffs that's 100% what he's doing the entire time. He's getting hit, and he's making these miraculous plays out of nowhere. These, like, just fucking desperate, desperate, like, passing plays that still get the pass through and it, and, and turns into a goal. Like, yeah. every single highlight that he had this, this year, or the, these playoffs, he was getting hit, and he was still making plays, and it was so awesome to watch. Yeah, Brady's point is awesome. <laughs> Crosby's not huge, but he's not small, right? He's like low man six, wins every time. He's always got that low center of gravity and he's got the like, legs spread out wide. And he's like, yeah, Crosby's like six one, probably like two fifteen. He's he's fucking sturdy, I bet. Braden Point, I'm pretty sure he's like five ten or no, five. He's, well, he's small, small. 
Yeah, he's small and he's still doing that shit. Like, that's another reason why I fucking love him. He's just mm-hmm. so cool. So yeah, interesting. So yeah, congrats to the Bolts. Uh, yeah, well deserved. It's been it's been a while coming for him, and you know I'm sure they'll still be in the frame. And like you said, Dallas will still be in the picture in the next coming years. And you know hopefully the Caps can get right back to him instead of like we mentioned previous episodes ago back when the first caps first got eliminated all the reports coming out saying that the capitals are partying too much and this that and the other where our guy the legend Tarek el-bashir did a little digging and finds out those reports weren't true this that and the other apparently the only wild night that the caps had where maybe some cocktails were involved in this that and the other was the night before game four when they shaved their heads and that was we played our best game that next day so Oh. Yeah, there, there's, there's the Tark's answered in his mailbag. You know, he asked around about the pool party report. Was told the Caps did go to the rooftop pool, enjoyed the restaurant area, joined with multiple members from other teams. This, that, and the other. So yeah, fuck that. The Caps aren't partying too hard. I guess they just ended up playing like shit because they didn't have a good coach. We can blame yeah. it on that. Yeah, 100. percent I mean, that's exactly what we're gonna blame it on. Um. <laughs> so let's see a couple other Caps news and notes. Oh. So the Caps are apparently actually trying to move some money around to keep Dylan. We know they wanted to bring back Dylan, but per Elliot Friedman, he, there was confirmation that Washington is trying to move money around to keep Dylan in the lineup. Uh, I love that. I love, I love Dylan's personality. Um, what I don't love is the amount of penalties he takes. Um, once Blake kind of brought that up to me, I was like, ah, oh, that like you have Tom Wilson and Brendan Dillon taking three penalties a game. We're going to be shorthanded six <laughs> times a game, every single game. That doesn't help our cause. Um, but I do love Brendan Dillon. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm very I excited just, to keep him in the lineup. I'm just very, very uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? I'm just stingy on the return, of, uh, the return on investment for him. Like, if we're going to pay too much for him – I don't see us paying over $3 million. Uh, okay. maybe though. I mean, he's coming off a three point two seven million AAV when he was with the Sharks, but I would say three million on the dot would be nice. I don't want to pay over three five. Yeah, I, I would. I would tend to agree with that. I mean, I kind of think he might get a little more. To be honest, though, I think he might get close to four. And I, I mean, just don't go he, over four. Right. Yes. If he goes over four, I'm going to be like, it can be three nine, and I'll be happy. But if it's a four, I'm going to be pissed. Correct. Um, Which makes no so sense, but fuck it. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. I also, dude, I was getting a little crazy today. And, like, they were, like, they released the, like, the free agents, the top free agents out there. and I was, uh, Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, dude, what if we just, like, shipped everyone off and just got Taylor Hall? <laughs> like. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, if we keep thinking that Oshie, like. I know you're going to hate this, but if we keep thinking that Seattle's actually going to draft Oshi, uh-huh. why not trade him? Why not trade him? Get Taylor Hall. Like, that was like the Holpe thing last year. All last year, it's like, why not trade Holpe and get something for him and go from there? Yeah. I mean, yeah, me and Blake are writing a blog right now about a bunch of crazy free agent stuff that could happen. I, what, you know, you know who Dylan could pair with as, as a lefty? He, he could probably pair with a nice righty free agent that comes to the Caps as in Tyson Berry. I mean that would there wouldn't be that. What's his what's his salary cap at? <laughs> Probably a lot, at yeah. least over six. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, one of the biggest things is though is talking about like what the fuck we're going to do in terms of goalies next year. Do we go and get that veteran goalie, or do we ride the VTech Vanacek or Copley bandwagon? And I don't see either of those guys taking a big of a load as we want 
our next goalie too. I want to do a one A one B situation. And speaking of that, the Rangers just bought out Henrik Lundqvist. So, I mean, Wait. do we get him for dirt fucking cheap? Do you do you want to? Dirt I'm fucking in. cheap, absolutely. Dirt cheap how, though. How how much is dirt cheap? Two million. Oh yeah, that, that ain't happening. Uh, what the where the fuck else is he gonna go and what's he gonna do? I bet probably you some, plenty of places. But I would say I bet you someone will pay him four and a half to five. Honestly. <sighs> All right, three million. But that just hinders our ability to bring in a. Now, um, I don't know if I want to see fucking pay, that. I don't know if I want to see that cocksucker that always beat us in the playoffs on our team, Lung, though. Dude, I would pay. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I would pay Longquist three and a half. No, I would like on a one year contract. If it's if it's only a one year contract, I would probably pay him four to four and a half. Okay, deal. Yeah. If it's only for one year, if it's more than one year, nah, fuck that. I'm out. All right, I, I can I can do with that. I know, like, I know that sounds a little crazy, but like. I mean, Sansonov's not taking any salary cap space, you know what I mean? So, like, he's not. He can use it a little bit on Lundqvist for one year and then ship Have him, him play a good 35 games, 40 yeah. games. and Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess – well, speaking of – I guess we'll keep it in the Metropolitan real quick. And uh, another free agent, Patrick – or he's not a free agent. He got traded. Patrick Hornfist. What side of the debate of this are you on where the pitcher circulates of all of his gear in the driveway – is he airing it out, or did he chuck his shit out because he was pissed about getting traded to Florida? I mean, I go fifty-fifty to be honest. I'm. I don't think he was airing it out. Why the fuck is this the first time that we've ever seen this? Well, everybody is on Twitter's like, if you don't know hockey players, that's exactly where they air their gear out in the driveway. It's like, yeah, we air it out outside, but like, we don't just chuck it outside and leave it there for like a day or two. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, yeah. Did you see my Twitter fight? No, you brawling? Who are you brawling with? Penguins? I don't know. Some random dude. He's got like 16 followers. I was just <laughs> like, he said, um, I forget what he was saying, but he, he was just like, he, he literally said that to me. And he was like, you must not have ever, I could tell that you're the type of kid that's never played a game of hockey in his life. And I was he said that like, to you? Yeah. And I was just like, your fucking background is a football stadium. What are you fucking talking about right now? You fucking clown. <laughs> but, um, I think, dude, I, I think, I mean, I hate Hornquist, so I, I'm assuming the worst with him. And I think Yeah, go he, fuck himself. Yeah. yeah, I thought he did. I thought he was, like, acting like a little bitch about it. I just don't understand why they would be, he would be airing, like, this is the first time we've ever seen this happen. How is this yeah. the first time? And it happens to be when he gets traded. One, that. Two, you have an equipment fucking man. You have an equipment manager. That airs and cleans your gear out for you. Like, the, exactly. Three. If you're a fucking professional hockey player, why are you leaving your equipment out in the fucking driveway for anyone to steal and not in your garage? Like, none of this shit makes sense. I, I mean, me personally, I aired my shit out in the garage. I'm, I'm looking at this. John Gallagher, yeah, holding up a Super Bowl trophy. Airing his equipment out, question mark. He hasn't played hockey in two months. Why would he be airing out? Um, I don't know. Maybe because he was training. Trust me, they're not training. Dude, you don't come back. You don't come back from the bubble and train, buddy. That's and you don't, you don't, Patrick Hornquist is in his, say he has a home gym in his garage. He's in his home gym in his garage, full equipment, hitting the bench press. That's what I'm saying, dude. Ryan, ask Ryan Whitney. He is prime example number one. No, you get away from the fucking game for a solid month and a half after you're out. It was traded so they make up a story. Journalism 101. Dude, yeah. you've never played hockey in your life, have you? Ah! Says the guy with the football header. I don't give a fuck about my followers. Thanks for Taking a look at my account. What a loser. Yeah. 
you don't know how hockey players air out your equipment, AB. That's that's the funny part. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to quote tweet him right now. John Gallagher. Chirpin, if you're listening to this, go to our quote tweet. This I mean, guy, keep going. I don't, like, I haven't been playing hockey for fucking 23 years of my life. I haven't at all. But, yeah, back to what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> you can't, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I quote tweeted him. You guys can go fucking fight him if you want. But, yeah, good stuff. Um, fuck back Patrick fuck Corkman, is and, and fuck John Gallagher. I think his name yeah, is. Fuck John Gallagher. He's yeah, fuck John Gallagher and fuck Patrick Hornfist. Um, let's keep it on the subject of the Penguins. Evgeny Malkin. He was at Ovi's thirtieth, thirty-fifth birthday party. If you didn't see, um, and he actually gave a speech. Oh, that's dope. He gave a speech oh, about no. like how much he likes Ovi and how fun they've had growing up playing hockey together. Malkin, so, yeah. Kovalchuk mm-hmm. was there too. He can fuck off for all I care, but Malkin was there. <laughs> So, Malkin to the Caps. Malkin to the Caps. Yeah, so he told a story about something about Ovi fighting. Him and Ovi both fighting guys at a tournament in Yugoslavia. Um, and then they took a picture of those two, like, cuddling pretty much at the party. So, um, here's a, another crazy idea. Kuzi for Malkin? No. Uh, we, need to find a, we need to find another center, though. That's the problem. What do you mean? Malkin is a center. Is he? I guess he is. You're right. Fuck him. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, w- I like Malkin. I would take him. I, I would definitely take him, dude. I would not take him. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that much. For yeah. Kuzi, though, I don't know. Kuzi's so off and on, though, but when he's on, he's on, and it's basically nuts. But I don't so, know. I was going to say, but he hasn't been on in quite a while. Yeah, he hasn't been on since we won the cup. Yeah. Neither in that. Granted, nobody on this team has, but he's well, been on – Ov's been Never on. Mind. Time. I'm not going to talk about things he's been on, but his game has not been on. I was going to say the only—I mean, Ov's been. He on. He hasn't been on his game since he was on, on the, the cocaine. On the cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine equals big game. Yeah, cocaine. Yes, I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to try it out for men's league sometime. But so yeah, let's make that a shirt. Here we go. <laughs> cocaine <laughs> equals big games, baby. <laughs> it could work. Um, salt, cocaine. But hockey-wise, that's all I got, really. I mean, there's been nothing going on. Next week is when it's all going to pop off. We'll we'll save it up. We'll wait until the draft is over. We'll wait until kind of that, that main free agency is over. We'll record an episode, get our thoughts on that, see where Holpe signs, uh, see if the Caps make any trades, see what happens. The Jack Eichel rumors are kind of crazy, speaking of yeah. those. That, <laughs> like out of, out of the fucking clouds. I was gonna mention that too before you uh, before you signed the off. Rangers just being like you want Caco Capo Caco and Lafreniere for Eichel. Yeah, right, dude. Did you see our boy Dan Silver's tweets the other day? Uh-uh. He was getting a little crazy, man. Was he? He, he wanted to trade. Um, it it's was over our our Flyers correspondent for those that don't know. So he wanted to trade. He threw this idea out there for them, and he got reamed the fuck out. Oh, Nolan Patrick, a first-round pick, and Travis Konechny, and a prospect for Patrick Line. Kind of crazy. That is a haul, dude. I was like, how do we get Line? I was like, that's fucking nuts. Not doing that. Fuck that, dude. I no. was. Fuck I that was guy. firmly a, on the no, dude. Why would you ever do that? We've had Line as a baby back bitch since we started this podcast two Ex- Aprils ago or whatever, exactly. last April. Exactly. And he's like, his his point was, yeah, but you need to get, like, Line is not really playing with guys that can, like, 
set him up, right? And I'm like, well, he's playing with Mike Mar- uh, Mike Shifley or Mark Shifley. Mark Shifley, yeah. He's fucking nasty. And Nikolai Ehlers or whatever the fuck his name is, he's nasty. But he was saying that he thinks there's more players on on the on the Flyers that can set him up and get him to 40 goals. And I'm like, you got tri- – like, I wouldn't even do Konechny for line A straight up, let alone no. add in a first-round pick and Nolan no. Patton. No, fuck no. Well, the craziest thing is, it's like, so I'm working on this blog with Blake, right? We're doing all the, we put out a thing on social media. It's like, reply to this on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram with like realistic and kind of fucking bananas, like options the Caps could do in the off season. And like our new guy, Ben, he goes, I go for, um, I go for panic one for one. And actually Blake came back immediately with like some stats of how it could actually happen, which is kind of crazy, but. Um, well, no, he didn't say how it could happen said that what it would take for it to happen he just said panic is happens to be the best of course course yeah so we would buffalo need to throw in a pick i go in a pick for panic but he broke out the salary thing but what i'm getting to is i googled like i just googled like eichel trade rumors and every single article that came up is pretty much just like all fan accounts or like fan sites being like here's how the bruins could get eichel here's how the flames could get eichel here's uh, the Rangers could get Eichel, and I clicked on a couple of them and read them, and the Bruins were like, we're going to trade Patrice Bergeron, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to get Jack Eichel. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Well, I would give up a lot for Jack Eichel, but I yeah, would not, true. not sure if I would trade Patrice Bergeron for him. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, that's – I mean, hockey-wise, like I said, yeah, that's all I got, uh, unless there's anything crazy I missed. No, nah, I mean, is the next episode we'll have is – will be very loaded. It'll be our last episode. Our, our next episode is our last episode of season one, and it's going to be loaded with crazy shit. Is it going to be before or after the free agency? Well, we'll kind of – we'll get free agency a couple days because usually all the big shit happens. Like, you think of July 1st. Well, usually everything goes down on July 1st. Free agency starts October 9th. Yeah, so that's uh, two weeks. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we probably won't have nothing next week, so we'll just make one big kind of draft – We'll go over our draft picks. We'll go over free agency, all the big shit. We'll release that episode. That'll be the last one of season one. And then, like we said, we have our, our best of chirping season one. It's going to be three episodes, three interviews in each. Um, let's see. I think the one ep- – the f- part one's got Shane Willis from the Carolina Sled Hockey Men's got Keith Coin and Brian Pothier. The other one's got Bucci Gross, PFT, and Casey Thrush. And I want to say the other one has three other people, so you'll find out when you get it because I can't think of it off the top of my head. But fuck it. That's all I got. So we're going to end the episode with Ryan Trotter, friend of ABs. He's the host of the Weekly Audible. We want to bring him on because uh, they have a great podcast. They cover all ki- types of sports, mostly NFL. Uh, they've had they do they do NBA too. My boy Justin mentioned yeah. also on there. He yeah. is the biggest Heat fan you'll ever. Yeah, I listened see. to their episode the other day, and they were just sucking Tyler Hero off like no <laughs> one's business. And I, I I do the same thing. Yeah, but he is the man. He's been riding. He's been riding the Heat for a while. He loves. Uh, Bam, uh, uh, but I don't know his fucking name. Abadio. I don't. I don't watch basketball. I don't he's really fucking enough. good though. <laughs> I been, I actually have been watching these playoffs a lot more than I thought. I'll tune in for a game or two, but I'm not like locked in on it. I watch the finals a good bit. I watch LeBron versus the Heat. Yeah, because I, I I was kind of watching because of the Heat. Like I do. I actually like this Heat team a lot. Jimmy they're, Buckets, Tyler Hero, and they're a very likable team. Yeah. But, yeah, so they, they do a podcast called The Weekly Audible. Um, it's a sports podcast. And we're going to take our break. That's a good podcast to go and listen to. Like, they've had Jonathan Allen on from the Washington football team. 
Um, and they, they got good stuff. So we'll, we'll, we'll finish it with that. Um, but with that being said, I, I got nothing else to say, so I'm out of here. Peace out, boys. Uh, AB? Peace out, boys. We might as well be. I think we all got to strap in for this goddamn episode. This might be a long one, and I apologize for it, but you have to understand the Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals, and I think that's where we're going to. I think that's where we're going to start this podcast. Uh, The Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals. All right, word. Thank you. All right, let me say it again. No, I need Hoppy to say it. So I I heard a rumor that the Miami Heat are actually in the NBA Finals. Can anyone confirm or deny this? And you know what? We belong here. You I can't fucking <laughs> you're not, wait. You're not even surprised. You just you knew you're going to be here. If exactly, yeah. All right. <laughs> no tell them about your little. I think Justin made a future bet that the Miami Heat were going to the finals back in like what February. Yeah, and it won the Eastern Conference Finals, so I got a hundred dollars in my pocket from that, and then another three hundred waiting once they beat the Lakers. There you go. There you so, go. And that, there it is, right there. There's your opponent, the Miami Heat. Our boy Tyler Hero are going up against the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Funny stat for you gentlemen about this game before we get going, you know, with these being our two teams. Funny enough, everybody that used to be a Miami Heat fan is now going to be cheering against them since they're all Lakers fans now, probably. (laughs) That's probably very true. It's so true. but It's damn true. (laughs) I hate it, too. Just because going against, like, a LeBron-faced team, the media, it's, it's nuts. Like, it's not even just talking about, you know, what are the keys to the matchup or anything like this. It's literally just, you know, LeBron, what was your time like in Miami? You know, can you talk to us about Spo, Riley? And then the minute that we win the Eastern Conference Finals, Rachel Nichols goes up to Spolster and she goes, so what's it like knowing that you have to face LeBron? And I love it so much because he literally just shut her up. He was like, let us just enjoy this moment. Like, this is this was a tough, tough journey. Like, we're, we're going to cherish this for the night and, uh, you know, tomorrow we'll get back to business. But, you know, it's just it's so annoying. And even again, do you understand now that you're seeing this from the other side? Do you understand now why I gave you so much shit in college? Yeah, but now now you saw the hard times that I was still a Heat fan. So you can't even talk shit. No, I, I know. I got you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I but, saw that thing, too. I don't know if this is I don't know if this is cap or not, but I saw this on the Internet today when they were talking about the NBA finals and it was kind of like a thing about how I heard somebody, I don't remember who reported this and I don't even think it's true, but let me get your validation here. I heard LeBron James, when he was in the Miami organization, he went into Pat Riley's office and wanted to get rid of Spolstra. And apparently Pat Riley said, that's never going to happen. And that's one of the reasons LeBron left. No, I saw it's like, did you see that? I really don't know, to be honest. Like, I have seen all the reports for it, and I've even like followed some like insiders for the Miami Heat, and like still to this day, I can never really tell if that happened. But you know, I think more it wasn't even you know the fact that he left Riley wouldn't fire Spolcher or anything like that. Obviously, he just wanted to go home, but the the feud isn't more of like on LeBron's side. It's literally just on the Heat. Like for everybody who posts LeBron, like I'm we're Team Petty. Like LeBron just leaves us <laughs> high and dry. Like we're we're team petty with that. After just losing to the Spurs, we should have gotten four championships. Completely ruined Wade's chances of getting a Finals MVP in 2011, losing to the Mavericks, and then you know obviously Spurs. I mean that another top notch organization. Everything I'll give them credit, but you know it, it's more of back when LeBron even let Riley know that he was leaving. So Riley flew out to Vegas to go try and meet LeBron before you know his whole decision, whatever it was. Riley gets a call from Rich Paul, obviously LeBron's agent, 
And he gave the phone to LeBron and he started off. He was like, you know, I just want to say thank you for the next four years. And Riley just went completely silent. And the funniest part is LeBron was playing a video game in the background while he was on the phone with Riley. And Alonzo Mourning was in the room and he heard that. And he took the phone, like took it off speaker or whatever. And he started going off on LeBron, just saying like, you know, you're not going to like sit here and disrespect this man. Like Riley flew out here to come and see you, like sit down man to man, like just talk about like whether you're staying or leaving, like that's all it was about. And this man had the balls to sit there, play a video game and then call Pat Riley to tell him like he was coming back home. Thank you.